Hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, it's Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie podcast, all about midnight flyness up in this joint, midlife flyness. So how you doing? What's going on? How's your summer going? Are you easing back into work? Oh, them shoes hurting your feet. <laughs> That's what everyone's complaining about. The shoes are hurting and the bras, honey. Like, oh, did, did bras always hurt like this? Yeah, they kind of did. They did. They did. Getting back into the swing of things. I don't quite know. Oh, that was a huge quite, quite know how. We're going to adjust to having to be around everyone again. You know, black women have to navigate such a very particular space in, in all spaces, honey. But in the work environment, it can be exceptionally tough. And after being home for, oh, you know, so long, uh, the fuck shit, we not with it. You with the fuck shit? I'm not with the fuck shit. I think we might need to, um, Bring our headsets as much as possible. Bring your noise cancellation. But then everybody going to accuse you of being non-social and you don't like somebody, whatever. Folks going to think whatever they think, and especially in the, the midlife part of it. I read something again, again, and again, and again by my leak teal. Y'all know my leak curl box uh, business extraordinaire. My leak posted a tweet. She reposted one that um, she had for years. She said it was her, one of her most well-known tweets. And the tweet said, if they don't say it to your face, then it was not said. Ooh. <laughs> if it wasn't said it to your face, then it wasn't said. We can take that back to the work environment. The, the work environment when we have to be around people. For those of us who work from home, for those of you have, who have been working from home and are having to transition back into a workspace and for those of y'all who are retiring because you were like you know what you know what I learned while I was home I don't want to be back with (laughs) y'all so let me go on and take these years take these these days I done saved on up and let me get the hell on up out of here kudos to you though Ooh, so proud of you sis for doing that there you know, and it's an interesting space to occupy when you're like getting close to retirement. It's super important to realize that you are retiring from a job. You're not retiring from life. So it's an exciting chapter, right? I know you're like, girl, that ain't exciting. I'm actually terrified. You know, being terrified is good. I, I know that sounds crazy, but terror being terrified is good because you're being pushed outside of your comfort zone. And all the things that we were kind of taught coming into college and or when we got married or started our families it kind of doesn't exist in that space anymore not in the same way you can be a multi-hyphenate shape-shifting badass honey you can do all of the things all of the stuff that you thought was a hobby and it kind of could be seen as a hobby 
But it's plenty of people who make money off their hobbies right now. And of course, the bottom line isn't always about money because our job here on earth is not just to be out here making money, but to fulfill yourself, right? For you to find the space that you've always wanted to be in. Now is the time for you to get it, boo. Go get it. Go and get it. If ain't nobody rooting for you, boo-boo, I'm rooting for you. If everybody's like, she has lost her whole damn mind. No, she has not. Mind your business. Grown people are talking. That's what we're going to tell everybody. Grown folks talking. Mind your damn business. So, yeah, this is a very exciting time in transitioning. And I am looking forward. We're heading into the 4th of July weekend. Never been big about celebrating the 4th because, first of all, you know, we weren't free, but our ancestors weren't free. And it's, it's always been problematic when you think about like I, when I would think about exactly what the 4th of July means. I mean, what is the 4th of July to a slave? Isn't that a poem? Um, but it always is problematic. But what I loved and do continue to love about the 4th of July is how black. <laughs> how black it is how we get to experience one another in our traditions it's one of those things that we look forward to getting a chance to link up hook up cook play spades dominoes talk shit see your auntie see your grandma see your sister see your brother go and just hug and be loved up on and because you know it's <laughs> We still in the middle of COVID. It's a great idea to just, you know, still be outside. And though it is hotter than the devil's armpit, honey, I don't care where you are. It's hot. Um, it's a great experience. And for everyone that's listening, that's not in the United States. The 4th of July, you know, celebrating Independence Day is a huge deal for America. Um, the For black people, it's always kind of been a bit problematic. But we still honor it and be honored that we here, right? <laughs> For more, more than anything else, we got time off and it's on Sunday this year. So yay, not a fan of fireworks. So baby, I cannot stand the randomness of stuff that sounds like gunfire. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to hear that. And then that people will still be popping them off until well into the night. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What you looking forward to? What's going on in these internet streets? The only thing that I can really think of kind of transitions into the remix. So I, let me see. Let me see if I can pause and we can transition into the remix. Hold on. We're going to do a couple fucking and a remix together. What does that sound like? Remix the couple fucking maybe. <laughs> oh, honey, you thought that was all? Wait for the remix. So this week's remix comes in the form of the Olympic Games, honey, recognizing the greatness of all of the Olympians that are headed to Tokyo. I don't know if you've seen this on the internet this week or this past couple of days where they have all of the earrings, the bamboo earrings like lined up instead of like the Olympic hoops, they have the bamboo earring hoops. Ooh the blackness of it all honey and the person that I just think just is dressed dripping and someone who is so influential and they remixed this person's style is Shikari Richardson have you seen sis have you seen her with her lace front in 
uh, ombre colors and the long wigs and out there blazing folks on the track. Of course, she reminds us of Florence Griffith Joyner, Flojo, and her legacy of the long nails and the hair and the outfits. Do you remember Flojo with that leg out, honey? Yes, doing what black women always do showing up and showing the entire fuck out yes she did yes she did and that young shikari is showing up now to say i am carrying the baton of my ancestor auntie that who has moved on but honey her style her magic her majesty and her straight up excellent still remains so I love that I love when I get a chance to see what information what kind of fashion what kind of nuggets that someone dropped along the way even if they aren't here because Flojo would be in our midlife crew honey had she lived to see now but she is definitely with us as far as her legacy and I love being able to see when young people are like now you know what auntie Flojo she didn't get a chance to complete this race but guess what I'm gonna run on Ooh, I'm gonna run on for her Ooh, we're gonna see what the end gonna be yes I love it I love it so much I love it so much what I also love about all them bamboo hoops is all the sisters who are oh showing up track and field yes fencing yes water polo yes um simone biles also simone that swims in the pool i cannot think of simone's name honey calls that uh, auntie you put that on my auntiness um simone is simone biles of course we all know who she is and then the young people that are on the team there's so many gymnasts that are doing things black women going and fencing a water polo um shoot I, honey I'm willing to bet if they had something that was on the moon we would make it happen so this week's remix is also a part of the cup of fuck it because fuck it to tr- traditions fuck it to societal expectations show up in your fullness when you retire from your job or when you decide that you want to move on grab up your cup of fuck it put those expectations that folks have up in there I wouldn't even drink out of it. Pull, 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 pull a little look out for them. Because it's dead. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> hey. Hey. So what's the. So what's the popping topic? What's the popping topic? What's the popping topic? This week. Of course, it always leads right back to where we started. I was thinking about retirement, and I think that it has been redefined in so many ways for many people. But seeing what retirement looks like for Black women has not been something that I think that I've seen very much. And y'all hit me up, Kendra, at eoflyauntie.com. If you've seen something different, let me know. And I, w- I want to know. Like, I, I'm starting to see more of it, but I'm not seeing enough of it. You know what I'm saying? So when we think about retirement, retirement from work, it often means that we're done, right? We're done. It's time to wind down, shut the shades on life and 
all of that and maybe travel and maybe see your grandkids or something like that. And I mean, if you've been doing a job, if you've been working at a job for several years, oh, excuse that smack, y'all. That was, <laughs> you might not have heard it, but I did. But um, you may have been working at a job for, you know, 20, 30 years, or, or maybe you haven't been working that long. You've worked in several different jobs and it's now a point in your life where you feel like, okay, it is time for me to retire. So what does that look like? Like, what does retirement look like? Not retiring from your life, though. I think in the past, the images of women, men, but specifically black women to be retire means that, okay, so you're done and you're just going to go to church and be on the usher board until Jesus come and, and scoop you on up. Yes, we have a lot of doctor's visits because, you know, as, as well as your body is doing, you got to go get it checked up, checked on, make sure everything is in fine working order. You have um, lots of funerals that you will attend because we are in that part of life. But what does that look like other than those things? Like, is it just, you know, standing in line at the doctor's office and attending services? No. No, it's not. So looking at all of these amazing fly ass people that I see and I interact with all the time, I love the fact that so many people are shaking the fucking table. It is not time for them to go. It is not time for them to leave. It is time for them to fly. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing it. And so I speak in different spaces uh, around diversity and inclusion. My tagline is if your diversity and inclusion does not include age, you are not doing it right. You're doing it wrong because it's not a time to put people out of the work environment. How many times have you called customer service? And even if the customer service is something that is simple, right? Not everything can be found on that computer. Lots of customer-based environments consumers need to speak with somebody who can say okay so listen girl this is what you need to do now they're not gonna say listen girl but you could and there needs to be space for listen girl there this is what you need to do a professional environment where someone makes it easier for you to be able to gain the information that you need as a person that is older, right? Someone that can relate to what you're saying, or if you're taking your talents and turning them into a business, big deal. That's a huge, huge deal, correct? Yeah. So when we're looking out, how do you create this next chapter? What does the midlife look like when your this your midlife can really be the juiciest, best part of your life, right? So a couple of things that I have come across when I have been talking to people in diversity and inclusion spaces about reaching out to people in the black community, black women, black women over 50. What I come in, I run up against a lot is, well, how are we going to pay for their expertise? The same way you pay every damn body else. You find a way. Do you want your company to be the best that it can be? I believe that you do. You want it to be successful. I believe that that is true. No one's starting out anything to fail. So what does it look like for you to truly have a diverse and inclusive environment for able-bodied people? 
for people whose gender identity may not be what, you know, the, the check the box gender identity, people's different sexual sexualities, different backgrounds, different races, ethnicities, religions, ages. It is a disservice to everyone that is involved that there isn't a voice that is in the room that comes from a totally different era and a totally different environment, right? So you're coming in with a wealth of knowledge that did not involve you looking up stuff on Google because you had to know that shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have, you know, be like, well, and I know this and that and the other. Of course, yeah, we, shoot, we know you the baddest. But how do they create spaces for older, seasoned veterans in life? Mm, I love that. For people to come into work environments, for people to transition. And I also talk to a lot of people about where is the money? Show me the money. Run me the money about starting businesses. You see grants and all kinds of different um things available for people who are younger, right? You see that they're giving away, we got a contest giving away to the new businesses, uh, but no one wants to give anything to the 50, 60s, 40 year olds. Hey, 40 year olds, I know y'all think, oh, I'm not in midlife. Hey, so if you're getting a loan, if you were taking out a loan on something, the older you get, the less inclined you're going to be to get that loan unless you have a substantial amount of money. Why? Because they're looking at you as a risk. Hmm. I'm not a risk. I'm a safe bet. And so are you because no matter how many more years I have on this earth, when I show up in your place, it's going to be well worth your money that I was there. Huh? Correct. So I want us to kind of think about what does reimagining what retirement looks like? Because we are not retiring. We're retiring from a job, but we're not retiring from life. And if you are retiring from a job, then what is it that you want to do next? Ooh, think about it. Think about it. This is going to be ongoing. We're going to keep talking about this one. But we're retiring from a job. We ain't retiring from life, honey. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Too cute for that. Mm, Not cute. Fly. Mm -hmm. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. Yes, honey, it is time for the take home bag. What am I taking, sending you home with today? Ah, it is a simple one. It's not simple. It is simple. It's not simple. It is. It's simple. I had a beloved uncle that transitioned on out of this side of life this week. And his name was Freddie. Mm, Ain't that a black name? That's a good old black name, right? Freddie Jr., honey. Freddie Jr. And that was my mom's brother. And I didn't get a chance to see him that often because we live in different states. But I have a beloved cousin that her name is Corey. And Corey always would make sure, even though I wasn't in the state with them, she always included me. And so when Uncle Freddie wasn't feeling well and he was, you know, not doing his best. And let me tell you something, Freddie, when I'm talking about your Uncle Freddie, whenever you think about an Uncle Freddie and you like full of life, a character, the whole thing, that's him. That's Uncle Freddie. And so when Uncle Freddie was transitioning on out this building, honey, Corey kept me in the loop the entire time. And this week's take home bag is first of all, an honor 
that I was a part of my uncle's life. Secondly, it is an honor to be a part of anyone's life. And it is important that you remember to include your people. So busy. Everyone's so busy. So, so busy. But it is important to include those who love you those who you love. If you have a complicated relationship with someone, it might be that you send a card. You might not call, but you still hold space for them in your heart, right? That you carry them with you, that you call if that's what you would like to do, that you make a time that you reach out and you catch up and you include. Life is short. So like we were talking about with retirement, right? When you have the beauty in your life of relationship and connection and inclusion. It is important to continue that story. It's important to continue that part of the story. You know, keep including yourself, keep including your folks, even if it's hard sometimes. Take that with you, sis. Well, the clock on the wall says that's all. You know I have fun when I'm with you. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. I am Kendra. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend or two. And happy birthday, happy 4th of July. I hope you like your happy birthday bean pie. That was for Whitley and for the Wayne Wayne. <laughs> that's only 4th of July song, I know y'all. Go out and enjoy yourself. Be safe. See ya when I see ya. But I'll hear ya and you'll hear me later. Bye-bye.